All right, good morning, everyone. Today is Sunday, March 14th, 2021. And, you know, there's there's some interesting news today instead of, uh, I guess we could say breaking news, if you will. But anyways, let's get into it. So first off, and by the way, for those who will be, who don't plan to listen all the way through, I just want you to know I'm covering a lot of things going around uh, around the world. So it's not, it won't just be like US stuff or whatever. So first off, Matthew McConaughey is considering running for governor of Texas. Okay, here's the... Th- I get it. It's a free country. It's, um, you know, even in the West, uh, the same thing applies in, in Canada as well. If he wants to run and the people like him, let him run. Now, he's been he's described himself as a centrist. In, like a radical centrist, which is exactly where I would put Matthew McConaughey. The guy is a is a is a guy that doesn't really want to even without politics. Putting that aside, he strikes me, and I could be wrong, but he strikes me as the type of guy that doesn't really want to piss anyone off. He kind of wants to act and all that. I don't know if he has the the. I know this is shitty to say, but I don't know if he has the ruthlessness in him to be a politician. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but let's be honest. Most people who get into politics, there are a few people that le- want to do legitimate things, right? But most people are, like, generally, and I'm not even making this up, they fit the the textbook theory uh, definition of some form of a narcissist. Maybe not the worst form of a narcissist, but again, they're obsessed with themselves. When they get the cameras on them, they love it. Now, I'm not trying to compare that to McConaughey. Like I said, you know, apparently Oprah and The Rock have thought about running. You know, there was one time Meghan Markle thought about running for president as well or something like that. I don't know. But here's the thing. I'm okay with it, but I'm not. And the reason why I say this is because it's a free country. If I don't care who you are. If you can do a good job politically, fantastic. Now, the question becomes, what's a good job? Well, again, if we're talking the U.S., we should go state by state. What do the people within that respective state want? You know what I mean? If it's more conservative overall, then, then that's the way it's going to lean, right? Which is one of the things I have to say that I love about the U.S. If you don't like it in one place, you go to another state, the taxes are different and things like that. That's why I love the, the U.S. I'm not going to lie in, in that regard. So, look, Trump running has brought a lot of other celebrities and famous people to, to, be, to consider running, like Kanye and stuff. The question then becomes how much of it is serious and how much of it is a joke, right? Because in a good but bad way, Trump kind of opened the door for everyone else to say, you know what, if he did it, so could I. Here's the thing, and take this as you will, guys. I'm not trying to lean this either way. Trump has something about him. He started a movement that seems to only apply to him. There's just something about him that people like. And there's also something about him that people don't like. But here's the thing that he did that was smart, whether you like him or not. People were watching and listening always, right? You could just see it in the mainstream media. They despised him. And you can argue that's rightfully so, granted. But I'm not even trying to, to, to give my opinion or be biased here. Whether you like him or not is not the point. But you, whether you like him or not, you can't deny he got coverage like there was no tomorrow. And he was bringing in the clicks, the views, the ratings. And it's true. It's true. That's why the Washington Post, every morning I'd wake up uh, because I, I subscribe to their uh, their free newsletter just to see what they, they would say and things like that. Most of the time, 99% of the time, it would make me laugh. But the point was, was that since 2015, six years ago, ever since he announced he was running, every single day, CNN, New York Times, Washington Post, at least anywhere from like two to seven articles on Trump, whether it was the opinion section or the front page or what have you, right? And again, it's now these other celebrities, it garners attention for the media, looks good. But the question is, do they really have it in them to make the difference? Because if you if, if someone like The Rock runs 
and then he doesn't do anything, it's just going to do damage to his career. Then he's just going to go back to acting. You know what I mean? There's a few people who that worked for, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not I'm not naive. I know there's a few people. Like, I know, let's be honest, Reagan was, in, was a Hollywood guy before he got into politics, but... If I'm not mistaken, Reagan was a governor before he was a president. So, I mean, look, we could argue if you look at, for example, McConaughey, if he runs for governor of Texas or senator of Texas or a representative, maybe slowly he'll work his way up. And look, if he does a good job, then, hey, I don't care if you're a movie star. I honestly don't care if you're a porn star. If you do a good job, you do a good job. You know what I mean? So, anyways, that's that, that last part there was my opinion, by the way. The next thing is that Cuomo's office reached out to a bunch of former employees to see if they've spoken to the press. Because apparently, now we're on his, I think, sixth accuser. And everyone from Pelosi to Chuck Schumer to, I think, Biden has quietly encouraged the, um, the adv- advocacy excuse me, for, uh, for Cuomo to step down right? Here's the thing. He's at mostly old school with a bit of new school Andrew Cuomo the way he works. Now, based on what everyone said about him, the old school part is the part that's really gotten him in trouble, the sexual um, harassment and uh, and the bullying and stuff like that. Now, I want to make something clear. Just because I say old school doesn't mean that back in the day, it was still okay. Not at all. But again, let's be totally real here. These kind of people got away with a lot more back then than they do now. We can argue the other way around, but in terms of this particular situation, you know, woman being more afraid to speak up, I would dare to argue that, you know, back then it was easier to quiet people and things like this, right? Because nowadays, all it takes is one courageous woman to come out. And if they're telling the truth, then I have tremendous respect for that. And then there you go, right? The question is, where do you draw the line? Now, allegedly, Cuomo, the second you physically touch, that's it. You're gone. You know what I mean? Now, here's the thing, though. It's so hard to, to, no pun intended, it's so hard to, to decipher because I could see what, as, as a guy, I'll be honest, as a guy, I could see what Cuomo was doing based off the first two to three accusations and accusers who said that he just made, you know, verbal remarks like, oh, what do you think about being with an older man? Or what do you think, you know, I'm open to a relationship with a woman in her 20s. You know what I mean? Or how do you get along with your father? That kind of shit, right? I know what he's doing. Come on, we all see what he's doing there. In theory, in pure theory, those are just questions. But come on, we know what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not trying to be a social justice warrior. I think that, you know, a lot of the SJW stuff has gone way too far. But we also have to find that right balance. Do you know what I mean? So that would be the neutral perspective, um, at least in, in my the best that I could present it. The next thing is that it's actually National Pi Day or International Pi Day, you know, like the mathematical formula pi. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, now, there's a proposal in Sri Lanka to ban burkas, which is stirring up some controversy. controversy. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to be the type of guy who reports this news and does maybe, you know, an hour worth of research into Sri Lanka and pretend to know what I'm talking about. I have no idea what's going on in Sri Lanka. Maybe some of you do. And if you do, if you're watching or listening on YouTube, please comment. I'd be more than happy to hear your perspective. In terms of banning the burqa, listen, I I don't know the political parties there. I don't know um, the the overall structure. I don't know the way that it works. So if, uh, if that's what the people want in general, then sure. If not, then again, there's so many different angles. Who knows if there's a mini intelligence angle, if there's a, a coup d'etat, a, a, an attempt at that at play, I mean, or a coup in general, so many forms of deception. Also, we have to look at the reporting. This report came from BBC and Al Jazeera that I got this from. I'll be totally honest with you guys. Could we, could we question the framing of the reporting? Absolutely. We have to, right? The next thing is that 
Ireland has temporarily suspended the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine. I don't know the specifics in which they cited this problem was, you know, uh, composed of at the most fundamental level. But here's the thing. There's issues with blood clots and they're not sure if the vaccine is causing the blood clots. I'm not trying to be a doubter. I've said this before. I've said this on the live streams. Personally, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm trying to, you know, push this onto you guys. You do as you feel best. I'm just here to report the best way that I can neutrally. And as I say, my opinion. But with AstraZeneca, it, it's almost like, again, there's issues with other companies, uh, other countries, sorry, having issues with Pfizer and what have you. Anytime. Unless, again, if we talk about the more secretive level of things, but anytime on a public level, this, you know, they roll out the vaccine this quickly. I get it. People assuming the virus is legit. People want to go back to normal, right? I understand that. With that being said, though, this is just causing more controversy and things like that. And then the people who run or censor social media, they have no right to censor people like you and I who tweet things or, you know, put an opinion out there or a question or um, a statement saying, look. What's going on? How come Ireland banned the AstraZeneca vaccine? There are real issues. And, excuse me, the fact that the mainstream media in the West is trying to cover it all up and say, no, 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 look, it's fine. That brings more concern. You see what I'm saying? And it just does, it's not good for either side. I don't care liberal or, or conservative. It just brings more concern, and rightfully so. Ireland's a developed country. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, Ireland is some third world country. It's like North Korea just scrapped AstraZeneca and it's like, oh, we can make a few different interpretations as to why that was the case. No, this is Ireland. You know what I mean? Granted, it's not the US or something like this, or it's not Israel or what have you, but it's still Ireland. You know, they're not dumb. Uh, the Irish people are not dumb people. Um, the next thing is that Charlie Hebdo, which is, I believe, a satirical magazine, political satire magazine in France. Uh, let me see here, depicted Meghan Markle in the George Floyd situation. So it was basically an illustration of a drawing of Queen Elizabeth kneeling down like Derek, Derek Chauvin did, except she's kneeling down on Meghan's neck. It's stirring up a bunch of controversy. Now, let me say this. The fact that this is considered to be in the top, I think, three or five trending on Twitter tells you there's nothing going on today. With that being said, though, I can understand why people are upset. I honestly can, but I can also understand why people are saying, what's the big deal? Now, look, it is a free, again, France, Europe, mostly all of Europe and, you know, the US and Canada and all that. In theory, it's supposed to be a free country, freedom of speech that's covered under the, you know, the Geneva Convention and things like this under the United Nations as well. These countries are part of the UN. So again, it's allowed. I can see the reason for outcry, but I could also see the reason for, it's kind of like the illustration of, and this has nothing to do with, um, the overall concept of of what they're trying to say here what i mean here is this people I, I don't i honestly think it's a terrible example to use it's a terrible example you know what i mean the thing with derek chauvin kneeling on george Flo on the neck of george floyd for eight minutes that's inexcusable you you can't i with all respect i'm not trying to get into the george floyd thing whether or not he was on drugs and all that that's i understand that and i can respect that side with that being said even if he has to go to the ground, the guy kneeled on him for almost nine minutes. You know what I mean? So I just want to make that very clear. Whether he was white, Asian, Russian, Japanese, Vietnamese, African-American, black, what well, you name it. it. To me, it doesn't matter. The color doesn't matter. No one should kneel on anyone's neck for that long. But the point here is this. Should that be depicted again in a magazine like this, a political satire magazine? 
I mean, look, it, it depends on the culture. If the people of France are okay with it, I mean, shit, then I guess our, our honestly, and I'm serious, I guess our problem is with the people who find it funny or okay, and uh, maybe the people that don't. It's not for me to tell you guys what to think of this. I don't think it's the best thing to show, but again, I mean, the you know, so anyways, I just, uh, you, you, guys, you guys know what I mean. It, it, it's very 50-50, you know, it's kind of like, teeter-totters so to speak it's because i can see both sides of that i really can um the next thing is that let's see here um ah there's something okay there's something going on in denmark i wanted to talk about this is interesting and i want to get your guys perspectives for those that are listening or watching this uh, this far into the episode thank you by the way um so there's something going on in Denmark where they have a program. It's a public program. I believe it's it's been televised as well, where they put a bunch of young kids in a room to teach them about sexuality. There's a host and everything, and they bring in four people, two men, two women. They and it's there's like a mini little stage, and the kids are watching, right? And they bring these people in, and they sh- they literally these two men and two women, adult men and women, drop their clothes. Like, they go completely naked in front of the children. Now, you might, you might be saying, what the fuck? Here's the thing. It's a different culture there. But the reason why they're doing this is to show the children about the human body. Now, let's. I'm going to be honest with you. To report this, I had to watch the footage. Like, the uncensored where they blurred out the private parts. The men were not... They didn't have a heart on. They were not excited. So... I mean, look, let's be totally real. As awkward as it is to talk about, that's a good sign. The fact that the men were not excited in front of young boys and young girls, first off. Now, I'm not trying to defend that whatsoever, but let's be very careful and respect, um, not respective, um, and analytical, careful and analytical of this. I say this because it's a totally different culture there. Now, in the U.S. and in Canada, in the West, if any of that happened, man, you're going into a prison. And I can understand why. I don't like the, personally, I don't like the fact of any naked adult with any naked children in a room. At all, right? Now, you could say that that's a very Western way of thinking. Denmark has kind of fought back, not officially. But the people of Denmark online have said, listen, this is the way we do things. It's just a different culture. And look... That's a tough thing to analyze. It is their country. It's their culture. Now, here's the thing, though. It opens the door for pedophilia to just slide right through, you know? And again, if it's their culture, I respect it. But at the same time, like I just said, that pedophilia could slip in there. All it takes is one guy, adult male, or even adult female, to go to these kids and start wanting to abuse them or take advantage. I would just hope they have security guards like there's no tomorrow in place there. Again, if this is their country and culture and that's the way it is, it's not for me to judge. But with that being said, let's be let's put our, our street smart thinking caps on. You know what I mean? This just opens the door for that kind of shit. Because in, in the West, if the modeling industry and business is, is rampant and opens the door for sexual predators, whether it's underage or not, doesn't matter. Equally as bad. Why wouldn't that open the door in Denmark as well? Because we're all human beings. You know what I mean? It's not like, okay, you're from Denmark, I'm from the US, so we're different humans. We're all human beings. But again, it depends how deeply ingrained it was in the culture in terms of being able to present these naked bodies to children. And again, the way they look at it is it's a human body. Either you have a penis or a vagina. Either you have breasts or you don't. You know what I mean? So the next thing is that, um, let's see here, Russian police detained dozens at undesirable opposition forum. Um, basically for, I think, in support of Navalny or just overall opposed to Putin. Again, 
it's not for me to judge on this because it depends on I don't know the full context of things and even we have to be vigilant of the way things are reported too guys I see one report on one website it's framed one way I go to another website it's framed the total opposite way whether it's self-proclaimed centrist websites or or outlets or what have you mainstream media or not and I say mainstream media with air quotes but anyways like I said Putin doesn't care he doesn't care he's gonna do it so if he's going to, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know the whole thing as well. You know, they claim to be democratic. I mean, look, it's not for me to say. If the majority of the Russian people still like them, assuming, you know, he didn't fix the polls and stuff. But at the same time, look, I I don't know, man. I got a love-hate relationship. This is where my opinion comes out. I got a, a love-hate relationship with Putin. But in this particular case here, he's doing what he wants, guys. Again, he doesn't care, like I said. So for me to give my opinion, it doesn't make sense because... We don't know the exact details unless you were there or I was there. There's no point because then we can just extrapolate and do what CNN does. Just, you know, well, if this report suggested this and it, no, he doesn't care. He's going to do what he wants. You know what I mean? I, I don't know how else to put it. Um, the next thing is that 14 more people were killed in the Myanmar coup and all that, which is, again, terrible. I don't even know what I could say about that. That's just awful. Any any death of any kind, human, animal, anything. Fuck, man. Like, it's terrible. Um the next thing is that the child migrant surge at the U.S.-Mexico border is really uh, is ramping up, so to speak. And, of course, as we reported a couple days ago, Biden is opening up that, that uh, Trump uh, facility that Trump actually shut down because it was so bad, if I'm not mistaken. Look... I'm not going to go over the whole thing of, you know, Biden administration basically basically saying, well, where else do you want us to put them? Because, again, with all the agencies and all the acronym agencies, ICE, you know, the, the Border Patrol, all those guys, uh, FEMA, you don't think you could set up some tents for them or whatever about, you know, putting instead of putting them in a toxic place and what have you. But ultimately, people are saying, you know, it's because of Biden, there's a surge at the border, of especially with child migrants and immigrants. I don't want to get into the whole immigrant debate right now, but. Either way, it's it's been statistically proven, and I'm not trying to sound, lean in any way. You can look at studies from the far left, the far right, the, the self-proclaimed center, and the polls show every time there's a Democratic candidate in uh, in control or in charge in the United States, the immigration wave tends to be much larger than than normal. Now, that doesn't. I, it has been known that Democrats and liberals are more for open borders, so to speak. But it really depends on the Democrat, and it also depends on the Republican, because the the perspectives vary. It's not exactly black and white. You know what I mean? And let's see here. The next thing is that um, U.S. stimulus payments have begun reaching bank accounts, according to CNN and the New York Times. If you guys are still listening at this point or watching, let me know if you received any of that money, because I'm just curious to see. Again, I live in Canada. I, I'm not saying it sarcastically. I'm just curious to see if like the, the money's actually going out in the way they said it would, right? And the, uh, the final thing uh, is that si there was a poll done that talked about how 62% of Americans want a third party. Or, or would be interested in one. I don't know who did the poll, so please forgive me on that. Um, again, this is jumping around all over the internet. It was a matter of time. I mean, there was the Reform Party in the 90s with Ross Perot, if I'm not mistaken. He had the money to fund himself and all that, but even then he only got, I think, one, uh, two or three percent of the, the overall vote against Bill Clinton and George Bush Sr. Um, and that was obviously when Clinton won and Sr. only had a one-term uh, presidency there, right? But he was still deeply connected enough for a lot of other things, but that's not even the point. 
overall, I mean, look, if the people want a third party, it would be interesting. It depends where those votes would come from. I mean, because, again, it would split the votes from somewhere. Maybe a little bit of the Democratic Party would move, or the people that voted from there would also move over to this new third party. Maybe some people in the Republican Party would move over there. That's one of the reasons why I firmly believe Trump didn't start his own party as much as he wanted to. He knew. He's not necessarily dumb in this regard. He, in this aspect, he knew that it would just split the vote. And he, I'm sure he was advised on that as well. It would split the vote and we would guarantee the Democrats a win over and over again. But if a third party starts and there's roughly, you know, a, a, a certain percentage that come from the Democratic side to this third party and roughly the same amount generally of percentage wise of people that come from the Republican side, then we're talking about an equal legitimate third party, right? So I want you guys to let me know um, what you think about all this in the comments, of course, and we will, it is controversial stuff. I'm not going to lie, uh, everything we just covered, but again, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Cheers.